1: Girl.
0: Every cause has a champion. As Christians, we have Jesus, providing our needs and blessing our lives. But I wonder, do you champion Jesus? Are you sharing your love for him with the world? Do those around you know that you are a Christ follower? Could they recite your favorite football team or vacation spot, but would not know your devotion to God? Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing our role in spreading the gospel through our witness.
2: Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministry. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me and for holding me close to you, Lord. And I want to thank you for your precious words that we have that we may study and know and grow close to you. I thank you, Lord, for your promises. I thank you, Lord, for... Your devotion to us. And I would just ask, Lord, that you would open it up each of our hearts and each of our minds, Lord, and allow us to grow closer to you during these few moments that we spend in your scriptures. Lord, help us to be more of what you would have us to be. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to read for your hearing, please, out of Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 10. And it says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant. Whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. The first part of this verse gives a Christian a charge, and that charge is this. Ye are my witnesses. I have chosen you. God could have used anything to spread his message, to bring him glory, to be created in his likeness. But he chose us to be created in his likeness and has given us the opportunity and the commission to be his witness. Now, what does it mean to be a witness? Well, when we think of a witness in a legal term, we think of somebody who has actually seen an event who has watched an event unfold, and who can recount to someone what they saw and what actually happened. Sometimes we have character witnesses, and when you have a character witness, that person can speak to the character of someone with authority and can verify who that person is because they actually know them. In both of these scenarios, the witness is someone who is intimately involved in what they are witnessing, or what they are confirming, or what they are verifying. There's somebody who has seen the event happen and can tell you what they saw, or it's somebody who knows the person and can tell you who that person is. And he calls in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 10 for us to be his witnesses. We are to be able to account the life of Jesus. Not word for word and event by event, or perhaps fact by fact, I don't believe that's at all what he's getting at. I believe he wants you to know him well enough to understand when you can recognize him in a situation, to know what his intents are, to know how he maneuvers, what his characteristics are, the great things he's done which will increase your faith. To be able to understand all of the amazing promises that he's given us would probably blow our minds. But if we are studying the word of God as he asks us to in 2 Timothy 2.15, we will begin to fill our hearts and our minds with promises that the Holy Spirit indwelling in us can bring to our remembrance when we have need of them and can increase our faith and can give us the answers we need when we have need of them as a witness of Jesus Christ, we must be someone who understands who he is, who knows the character of God, who knows the character of Jesus, who knows how he operates, who can recount in our heart and in our mind the way he deals with people, the amazing events he he did, the things that will increase our faith, the things that will allow us to know that he alone is God, and that there will be none before him and there will be none after him to be able to understand that Jesus is different than any other man on this earth because he was fully God and he was fully man. He was sinless and he was perfect. And his love was so complete that he went to the cross of Calvary and shed his blood so that you and I might go free. These are important things that, as a Christian, as a witness of God, you must understand, not to the point of recounting, but to the point of applying them to your life so that you are a living testimony of a relationship with a risen Savior. Jesus is real. But how real is he to you? I'd also like to turn you to Matthew chapter 5, beginning in verse 14. It reads as this. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. And here's his charge. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Isaiah says that we are his witnesses, and Matthew tells us that we're the light of the world and that we are to let our good works glorify our Father. Other people are going to come to know Jesus because of the truth of the life of Christians who light the way before them. How bright is your light? That certainly isn't dependent on how bright God is or how bright Jesus is. It's kind of an interesting concept when we think about it. We give our hearts to the Lord and he chooses to live inside of us. And so we have this transformation. We are new creatures. Old things are passed away, and all things are become new. But, you know, when I buy a a lamp, depending on the lampshade depends on how much light a watt will give off into my house. A 60-watt bulb is going to give off 60 watts. But what I see in the house is going to be dependent on what my lampshade is. If I have a clear lampshade, I'm going to be able to see every bit of the wattage of my 60-watt bulb. If I have a black lampshade, I will only see pretty much what's coming underneath it. It'll be a shadow because that black lampshade is going to block out the light that's inside of that lamp that's trying to get out. And we as Christians, as we look at this passage in Matthew chapter five, need to visualize our lives. Are we a clear lampshade that has submitted our heart and our soul and our lives to God and allowed him to clean us up and we've put away the old habits, we've put out the sin in our life, we're confessing to the Lord and he's cleansing us and he's forgiving us and daily we're being washed Because he is making us more in his image? Or are we somewhere between the clear lampshade and the black? Because there's just something in our lives that we want to do. There's just something in our hearts that we want to do that we love more than we love Jesus. There is something that we are not willing to give to the Lord. And so it dims our light a little bit, and the people around us are unable to see Jesus as clearly as they would see him if we would remove the sin in our lives. See, the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So none of us are expected to live a sinless, perfect life. That was the majesus. But we are expected to strive toward the prize of the high calling. We are expected to be holy as he is holy. We are expected to allow him to rule our hearts and minds and to convict us of our sins and for us to ask for that forgiveness and to allow him to cleanse us. That's the expectation. That's the cleaning that we need to do in our hearts and allow God to sweep daily the things that the world may put in our paths so that we are Completely clear between us and the Lord, so there is nothing between us, so our lampshade is clear. That's what being a witness is all about. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, he says this I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable. Service and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove that is what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We are able to allow God to cleanse us and through the help of the Holy Spirit, we can live a life that is pleasing to God in the center of His will and then our light will be so bright that we put it on a on a hillside and on a candlestick and everybody around us will see the light of God in us. It will draw them to Jesus and He will be glorified. And when He is glorified, he will draw them to him and we will find that people will find Jesus not because of our works but because we allow Jesus to work in us. Jesus loves me, this I know. And he has changed my life completely. I want the world to have what I have. I want people to know that Jesus is real and that it's a personal relationship and that I can have him in my life and he's as close as a brother and that he loves me and that I have a personal relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and I am nothing special. I'm just a girl in Milton, West Virginia, and he sees me as his own. He knows me by name. See, that's what a witness does. He can stand for me. He knows everything about me, and he still loves me. But can you stand for him? If you were called to be a witness for who Jesus is, could you say it? Not with just words, but with your life? As Mark chapter 8, when we talked about that in our, our previous podcast, whom do you say that I am? Could you give an accurate account of Jesus? Do the people around you know that you are a Jesus follower? Do they know that you love him? Do they know what he has done for you? Do they know how he's changed your life? Do they know how he answers your prayers? Do they know how he directs your paths? Do they know how he provides your provisions? Do they know about the blessings that he gives you? Do they know that he never leaves you nor forsakes you? Do they know that he strengthens you to get done the things you need to get done? Do they know that he supplies you your every need do they know that he walks and he talks with you and that you are his and he is yours and that he knows you by name I imagine they know your favorite team I imagine they know about your latest vacation I imagine they know about some events in your life that you thought were amazing But do they know who Jesus is to you? Have they kind of gotten beside of you in a quiet place and said, hey man, in the midst of turmoil and trouble, I see you're hurting, but you have hope. When I come into that turmoil and trouble, I don't seem to have that hope. What is it that makes you different? Are you living Jesus in such a way that people want what you have? That's what he meant when he said, you are my witnesses. It is my prayer that you spend some time in the scriptures and that your light so shines before men that it glorifies your Father in heaven.
0: Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved.
1: Like the head She just knows whatever happens, God is in control. She's a happy girl.